Welcome to this week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning, Here For It podcast. This episode is being brought to you by the iPhone 17. The Apple event happened today, and it appears Apple has found more ways for us to make porn on their devices with at least three cameras. Jesus. It is such an ugly fucking phone. I like you can zoom in on the herpes. <laughs> Do I really want to tell a photo or wide <laughs> pixel or they you know they were using the jargon words and I was just like, Do I really want a a four X zoom on on that syphilis, sweetie? Maybe you do. Cause down, <laughs> down to the Atlanta, y'all be... <laughs> they will craft the results and be like, Oh, look, I'm clean, negative, no titers. You clean? <laughs> well, you were last year. And you then probably you washed the your legs because you black. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Girl, Ouch. but outside of that, yo, wash that puss. Oh, okay. Or that bus. Ow. Whichever you identify as. Because, <laughs> you know, it's like... Some trade don't like when you identify as a puss. Oh. And a bus is a stretch. Breaking news. But I like to call it, I'm like, fuck this ass nigga. I mean, woo, they don't always have to be an N-word either. They've Shit. always been an N-word for you, though, have they not? They have not always. Oh. <laughs> so do I need to tell you about, <laughs> tell you about my freak Twitter or something? Whatever. What was, what did we do on the Patreon? When do you tell people about your freak Twitter? Yeah, or... Uh, Escapades. Do you give your part uh, another previous Patreon? We were talking about. Do you tell your partner your entire past, or just give them the cliff notes? Oh, and yeah. it's like just the whole facts, sweetie. If it's not gonna be covered in Carfax, I don't cover it in He gone back to where he came from. We didn't even do nothing extravagant. We just did missionary back shots, and we, I, I gotta tell you about that. That was the Thursday in Memphis. You don't care about that. So all your Thursdays in Memphis was like this? When Drag Race <laughs> didn't come on. <laughs> oh, wow. Because, you know, Drag Race used to come on Thursdays, so it could be popping in the clubs on Fridays and the weekends, and the gays could have lingo. Yeah, and then I went home, and so you did all <laughs> your things after that. Anyway, um, I am the Superman, oh, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A. the podcast. Wow. Yeah, look at that. I'm used to talking to you and us not having, like, recording equipment. <sighs> That's a lie. Um, I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N, aka a filthy mouthed husband. Shout out to Chrissy Teigen. BKA a looking ass nigga. Come on out. The song. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Because that song thinks Nikki did that. <laughs> we'll get there. Who are you? Oh <laughs> shit! Wow, who am I? Who are you, Sharon? Who is you? My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters, and of course, the award-winning, multiple award-winning, RonaldMatters.com. You give a bitch one week off, and now she don't know how to do a fucking podcast. No I don't know. One fucking week. Uh, this episode is also being brought to you by the amazing Project Briggs Incorporated. We are partnering to bring an awesome event to um, the city of D.C. and surrounding areas, specifically number nine to benefit homeless, trans men, and women in the DMV area. Stay tuned for the details 
or click the event link in our description below. It will be the first link. It will be the first link. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. <laughs> um, our icebreaker this week is um, from the new Netflix show, Styling Hollywood, um, that we talked about on previous episodes. Mm-hmm. I've been absolutely here My for it. My last call. And it's been your last call. We've talked about the show. Um, it's a show that highlights black love, uh, a black power couple in Hollywood. Black gay love. Black gay love, specifically. Um, and... I would like to know who do you think you are on the show? Are you a dare or are you Jason? Uh, I haven't watched the whole thing. You haven't watched any episodes? I haven't. So, Weedie, I have not watched the whole thing. Okay. You ain't got to watch the whole <laughs> wow. thing. Wow. But I'm not the bald-headed one. Oh, so you feel like you're Jason? Yeah. I'm the one who's like, this is JBN Studios. Uh, JSN. JSN Studios. I run my mouth. It's loud. Um, I have a lot of great ideas, but I definitely, definitely need my partner to help me keep things in order. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I'm loud, I'm cute, you know. I need my partner though, and it's it's yeah. great that the way they work together. Most times, wait till you get to, <laughs> wait till you get to the middle of the season. That's where I'm at. I watched out of order, so I watched like episode eight after they had fired the um, assistant girl. Spoiler alert! Oh, if y'all have not seen it. It comes back around, so child, it's just, it's just, they had an argument while they were working out, and then he got his feelings, and then it all worked out. So, not a major plot line, but, um, it is a major plot line. It's like so wait, that's so the I was key. trying to cover it up in case it was. You didn't help me keep it covered. You done peeled the cover back off. <laughs> It is. It's like we're not doing raw meat. The meat is covered up. Okay, so it's not a major plot line. Oh, okay. Um, Alicia keeps her job. It all works out. Okay. Thank you. I put the meat back on under the cover. Oh, well, first off, you got to take the meat out the freezer. <laughs> so don't get in trouble for that. <laughs> Did you see the <laughs> meme on the internet where the mom accidentally shot her daughter who showed up surprisingly at her home, and she like this probably for that time when she can take the meat out the freezer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She was in the hospital in a cast. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway. Um, I also think I'm Jason as well. Um, I don't really identify with Adair. It's not like I don't like him. Yeah. But I just don't identify with him. Um, I just, I feel like Jason and I, you know, are similar. Except when he uh, backed out the surrogacy deal. Because when he Spoiler backed alert. Out- <laughs> We are we did, we did a spoiler earlier. <laughs> I, so when he when he started backing out the the surrogacy deals, I was like, oh girl, now listen, huh. you didn't told this man not once, not twice, but three times that y'all on camera out here and signed the surrogacy papers so he can have a baby, and now you talk about, I don't know if I'm ready. I'm, I'm trying to build dead. drama for a storyline. Look, we're shopping this to Netflix, <laughs> and meanwhile they still ain't got no baby. And meanwhile, it ain't been announced that a season two is coming either, because you know how Netflix is. Yeah. And you gotta be tread lightly with Netflix. Well, that is our icebreaker this week. <laughs> Check out Styling Hollywood on Netflix right now. They mm-hmm. need all the streams that they can get. Um, it is a beautiful show. They're highly talented. Both of them are highly talented in different Amen. ways. And um, seeing them with their different black Hollywood connections is I would awesome. say everybody. Yeah. Like everybody. all of them. <laughs> Male, female, trans, <laughs> sweetie. They got them all. Everybody. And you get like the behind the scenes look of 
some of these stars red carpets, mm-hmm. some of these stars houses, some of these stars Airbnbs. Come on. I was like, oh, I guess Gabrielle Union did need another check after that Beyonce shit. Mm. Um, so check out Style in Hollywood. <laughs> Shade, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't lie. <laughs> Our word of the day, W E R D, um, is homo flexible. This is news to some people. Because I'm not gay, but $20 is $20 is a t shirt. That's not what homo flexible means. That's prostitution. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what homo flexible means. Well, I'm not gay neither, but shit, $20. <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> oh, so, so you will lick some pussy for $20? I'm not gay. <laughs> but put a a pussy. What I say to get a pussy or a pussy or ass. Okay. Yeah, come on. I got. But it's gotta have. But what if it has? Is it clean? I'm gonna say it gotta be clean. Yeah. So you gotta. It's clean. Sure, it's clean. Well, yeah. clean is subjective. Just I'm gonna say just. Ooh, <laughs> my story. Okay. <laughs> Back to you in the news. Oh, okay. That's why. That's why. That's why. That's not homoflexible. <laughs> Homoflexible is a person who identifies primarily as homosexual but can occasionally find the opposite sex appealing or is willing in certain circumstances to have sexual contact or play with the opposite sex. $20 is $20. It ain't $20 to you because you wouldn't leave the cliff for $20. I'm just saying as long as it's clean. If I'm going to get $20, I mean, like, what is, what is my reward? He's lying. Um, and so to uh, those of you out there that identify truly as homo, I, I want you to keep. I want, homo you, to keep I want you and her to keep thinking that. <laughs> you would have got twenty dollars anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there are real people out there that are homo flexible, and my co-host is not one of them. Don't let him fool y'all. But there is a word for the way that those people. Uh, identify and that is why that is our word of the day W-E-R-D come on now um, support for this ghetto ass podcast comes from a couple awesome donors I mentioned Project Briggs earlier who is our biggest and longest standing um, supporter we appreciate everything that Project Briggs has done if you would like to also sponsor this podcast and keep this podcast alive you can go over to our Instagram or to our Twitter and DM us or get over to our email at gmail.com hereforitpod at gmail hereforitpod at gmail and send us an email and you too can be highlighted on this podcast no matter how big or small your business um, if you are a listener and you just want to keep this podcast going oh you can get over to our Patreon right now for at least $1 a month, you can contribute to keeping this ghetto-ass, loud-ass, cursing-ass podcast on the air. For Memphis and Detroit. For at least $1 <laughs> a month. Memphis and Detroit. If you do not have... That's, you giving Memphis away. And <laughs> Detroit. Come on now. Uh, if you do not have a dollar, and I can understand that because sometimes, you know, a girl be strapped. I don't carry cash. If you don't have a dollar... Well, Patreon does not accept cash. But okay. Oh, I thought, because it's just my, they were like, oh, hey, can you donate to whatever? I don't care. Cash. Wow. Um, and so if you do not have a dollar on your credit card, debit card, in uh, your PayPal balance. Or, or your boyfriend card. Or the account that you are currently scamming. <laughs> authorized um, user. <laughs> unauthorized user, but authorized it down to the bank when I get there. The Lord claims it. Um, and so if you don't have any of those funds available to you, make sure that you subscribe, make sure that you share this episode within your communities, 
and make sure you comment and let us know what you think about certain parts we would greatly appreciate it especially that icebreaker because that was cute i like that our affirmation this week is um the worst part about having a mental illness is people expect you to behave as if you do not have one the worst part about having a mental illness is people expect you to behave that you do not have one it's okay to not be fully okay but you have to seek metal medical attention for your brain as soon as possible or risk long-term side effects of the illness that you know is present mm-hmm. do it before it's too late um the very first sentence that i repeated about the worst part is a paraphrased quote from the joker's notebook in the new joker movie um i i haven't seen the new joker movie yet I've just been lurking behind the scenes and watching the trailer over and over again. But um, I thought that it was very eloquent coming from someone that is playing a mentally ill patient, talking about something that mentally ill people, mentally ill or incapacitated or diagnosed with different things, really go through and think of, okay, well, y'all done said I got depression. Y'all done said I got anxiety. Y'all done said I got... Uh, bipolar disorder Y'all done said I got schizophrenia But then y'all want me to come out here and act like a regular person How? How am I going to be a regular person If I'm diagnosed as having these crazy ass Quote unquote crazy Mental illnesses and mental problems Of course I'm not supposed to act normal Because I'm not First normal all, right I'm now I'm not an actress <laughs> I'm not an actress either And I'm not normal right now mm. So expecting someone to act or pretend to be something that they're not while they're in the middle of a mental illness or mental crisis makes me question y'all mental health. So it is the affirmation this week. Uh, I affirm anyone that has struggled with any of those mental illnesses that I talked about and that struggles with um, the expectation of being normal or perceived as normal in uh, everyday life. Bitch on me. Um, so on to our topics this week. Last week we talked, we did a live stream actually. We did a live stream down to the Instagram where we asked y'all to stop fighting at sex parties. <laughs> this week I'd like to ask y'all um, to stop fighting in bathrooms over dick. They said that it wasn't about that. Oh, well, let you tell the original story then. I'll... Well, yeah, the original story is the one that I'm only reporting on. Uh, you know, girls will come out with um, the counter- second side of the story. And... I'm only talking about from the horse's mouth. And I, when I say horse, this the girl that got gentleman, no, the person that was recording the video and egging on the fight looked like a horse's ass. <laughs> I didn't watch all of it. I did because... It was a two-part video, and I was at work when you sent me the link. And I'm just like, sweetie, I thought you asked us to start recording. You. I did. Man, asked us to start recording the fights. And then you sent me the vi- Then you sent me a fight. And then for like, context, my love. For, for research purposes. Yes. We are in the, you know. Um, and so, I will not like, I will not share. I typically won't view that bullshit. Yeah, but that's great. I have to come... To this platform and talk about things that are continuously happening, happening in, in our Atlanta, community. In the black gay community, the largest black gay community. And yeah, blah, 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 blah. So I'm not interested in that shit. I would so rather be watching film theory videos, mm-hmm. watching uh, comedian stand ups, 
How um, we can end HIV by 2020. Yeah, this yeah, next year, um, 2030. HIV research, dog videos, cat videos. I would rather so much be watching that shit than this. But it continues to happen. Why? One, because we think we're... Not we. Them. Um, they think that they will get popular from recording people fighting and posting the fight to the internet. And I'm like, okay... If you look at these fight videos, these fight videos might get a lot of likes, might get a lot of retweets. The video but then, will. When you go back to that person's profile and they still got 400 followers, what did you really do? What did you like? Okay, so you got one video with 10,000 likes and 10,000 retweets or whatever on Instagram or whatever on Facebook that you just felt like you needed to record and share with the world of somebody getting jumped. Like that needs to be shared with the world. Uh, what did that do for you? Like did they did they go back to your old pictures and like your old pictures did, and what's make the, you, Gabrielle you think, did you get your likes did you get the engagement did you <laughs> you didn't get none of that so um, I'm still over people that are recording videos I'm even more over this person that was not only recording the video and watching this young man get jumped as an elder gay because he's an elder gay mm-hmm. I don't know his exact age them teeth but. Sweetie. The skin, the eyelids, Ten care the teeth. had not been formed yet. <laughs> I was like... The hairline told me 45 minimal. So this is an elder gay. Tennessee insurance all children. <laughs> Ten care. Omnicare wasn't out yet. Blue Cross Blue Shield hadn't even been invented. I don't know what he had. What he insurance he had. Cause he it's had in none. Georgia. So... Oh, well, I'm just... Child, he had none. They, if it wasn't in Tennessee, it definitely wasn't in Georgia. <laughs> mm. Uh... So the fight that I'm alluding to <laughs> happened at uh, this past weekend. I have never been to that place. Marquette. That's where I'm going. <laughs> That's oh. where I'm going. And so I assume that this is a new club because I feel like I have been to all the clubs in Atlanta, past and present, and I have never heard of Marquette. When I be promoting things, I'm like, where are we going? Because we got to promote. We got to talk about. We got to be seen in these places. I'm just like the Marquette. And so allegedly, well, according to the pictures. When I looked it up outside of the video, they have strippers there sometimes. Mm-hmm. They do drag performances sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know that I enjoy both of those things. Mm-hmm. And so, how the fuck long has this been going on in Atlanta, the Marquette? And I ain't never been because I would have went to a drag performance. I would have went to go see strippers. And so, this has to be a new club. Um, people in Atlanta, let me know. Because, of course, please, Google please. don't know because Google... Just really only know Google the address. Still collect and re- yeah, and, and so only people in Atlanta will be able to tell me how new this club is. It feel like it's a new club. It's new to me because I ain't never been. Um, but the kids were allegedly, as the person that was instigating the video was saying, somebody was getting their dick stuck, sucked in a stall, mm-hmm. and a uh, high yellow young man was coming into the bathroom and wanted access to the stalls but girls was too busy sucking dick in the stalls Mm -hmm. so somebody couldn't go into the stalls to pee like the stalls are actually there for if you really have to suck this much dick in the club go home get a room that's been the same for like decades (laughs) (laughs) so um allegedly after confronting said individuals for sucking dick in the stalls Mm-hmm. Allegedly said individuals Start saying shit back And they had all this back and forth Words, 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 words And then somebody swung on Kid 
one. Kid one is the light skinned one. We the light skinned re- girl. We were just gonna reference him as Kid one, and then Kid two is the light skinned girl. <laughs> <laughs> so Kid one is the light skinned person, light skinned young man. Kid two is the one that. I don't know if he was the one sucking dick or he was the one getting his dick sucked. It would mm-hmm. seem like, you know, the way Atlanta rolled, he was probably the one that was sucking dick and was Who mad knows? that somebody had been cock blocked him from sucking dick. So I'm going to call him kid number two. So kid number two, after his sesh got interrupted, mm-hmm. threw the first blow at kid number one. Then after that, kid number two's friends jumped in after kid number one hit him back. I wish I had those screenshots because I don't have. It don't. Uh, uh-huh. That's why y'all listening to it on here for a podcast because you ain't got to go look at the video. You ain't got to look at the video. I'm just giving you the blow by blow. After a few of kid number two's friends jump kid number one, a few more friends jump in for a total of eight kids jumping one kid in a bathroom. Now, yeah, it was blood on the door. It was blood everywhere. Yeah, it was, it was blood, blood everywhere. everywhere. Meanwhile, the whole time this elder gay is mm-hmm. holding the camera and egging the fight on, talking about y'all better whoop his ass. Yeah, get him, get him. What are you doing? What are you here for? Responsibility. What are you here for? Because you should know better than this. And then in part two of the video, he said he wanted to help beat up the boy. Like the boy didn't get beat up by eight other kids already. And your grown, old, decrepit ass wants to join in the fight? For mm. what? What are y'all Alluding doing? Alluding that he wanted to jump in the fight because, girl, you don't have to thirty your bones. Okay. <laughs> your bones <ain't> Somebody <laughs> would have got your old ass on the ground and worked you the fuck out for holding the goddamn camera. <sighs> um. So what I saw, oh, was at the end of your hold version. On. So everybody involved is trash. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Kid one. Kid two. Recorder. The club owners for allowing this to be an unsafe environment. The security office. I mean, they everyone involved is trash. Do not go watch the video. It's really not worth it. I'm telling you about it on this podcast, so you don't have to go watch it. Yeah, because what is as um onlookers? I guess is that a job title? Onlookers or is that a role? Yeah. Um, what is our role when this is happening in our community? In our Quote safe spaces because when it's post Orlando time and somebody walk in with automatic rifles and it's like we need a safe space in our community, but then okay, well so it's safe tonight if you if you keep the space safe, but are you doing what you can to make sure that like y'all can have a disagreement if it's going to be a disagreement, very housewife tease, but like girl, say your shade and go somewhere. Come to blows off of what? Get your dick suck sucking dick. As a gay activity, sweetie, a dick is getting sucked every 10 seconds. Five in Atlanta. Whether, whether he identifies as gay or straight or child as a Mormon, a dick is getting sucked. So are we in the club fighting over sucking dick? I'm not. I'm just going home. I'm just, I'm going home. Um, when, I, when I say that these people... I really hate to tear down my community without lifting a hand, Mm -hmm. but at this moment, you are trash. You are like the disgusting juice at the bottom of a dumpster. You have the potential to be better. Where'd you pull that from? Put it back. (laughs) 
No, that's what that's what I saw in the video. That's okay. like it's not even like the surface level dumpster mm-hmm. shit that you can like put your hand in and be like, oh, I dropped my phone in there. Let me get my. No, this is you got to get to the bottom. It's like mm-hmm. toxic mm-hmm. at the bottom because mm-hmm. this shit is toxic. Bacteria, disease, disease, <laughs> the disease, vermin. Okay, y'all have the opportunity and the capability to be better, and I'm just asking that we. Be I, better. I claim that we have the capability and to be and elder gaze holding the camera. Y'all are the worst. So what I saw on Twitter was it was a tweet with a screenshot of some text on again on Twitter. Uh, I was just like, I don't know why you didn't just retweet it. But anyway, um, the guy said, I like the story better when it was about sucking dick. And according to the screenshot, it was like two or three screenshots that he had. Um, the guy was saying that it was me in the style with my Bush Queen sister. We had been drinking, drinking, high girl summer teas, driving the boat. And um, it just really took me longer to get the flow going. But we were in the stall together, but it was not on no dick sucking shit. It was just me in the stall with my other Bush Queen sister. Now, I will tell you. That sounds like cocaine. I will tell you. I have been in two or three in my lifetime. I have been in the stall with my sister at the club, and we both peeing. Because the line at the club can be ridiculous. And I don't know what the Marquette gives. I don't know if they have ample stalls. No, it was only two. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know if they offer ample stalls. And it's like, well, girl, I ain't looking at yours. You ain't looking at mine. We're just going to do our gig and get out of here. But I still look anyway. But we're going to do our gig and we're going to get out of here. You, my Bush Queen sister, I don't really want you like that. But apparently, he was like, it's <laughs> it was taking me too long to get going. And then this guy looked over the stall and was uh, had assumed... That um that we were doing some um, homosexual activity, but we really weren't. I was just in the stall with my Bush Queen sister, and it just took me a little bit longer to get going. And because I was going, he thought that I was the uh, putting thing in my mouth. Beneficiary. <laughs> of the receipts. And it was not that kind of story. According mm-hmm. to what I saw through the screen, I was like, why didn't you just retweet this person if that was the story? So I could go look at it and retweet that or, you know... But now I've been drinking so much tequila, I don't know. But shout out I to mean, the market, because shout out to the market. If they need the publicity, this fight is definitely the publicity for the club. But when we go look at the next post, it's for the negative market, publicity because I don't want to go if I gotta. I gotta wonder if I'm gonna get jumped in the bathroom by eight queens with two bathrooms. Two no, the, I'm not coming. And like I gotta pee in a stall with my bush queen sister because like y'all don't have enough bathroom space. That's a bathroom bill. We need that bathroom bill. We need that bathroom bill on the books. The bathroom bill. Um, speaking of camera phones and camera phone porn, um, are the videos from Atlanta Pride and DR Takeover out yet? Because I'm just wondering if they're in post production or what. I have not seen any of those videos. Well, those are the videos that I want to see. I don't want to see eight queens fighting in a bathroom. I want to see eight queens in an orgy. I would rather move on because if I have to uh, approach either one of those, first of all, one of them is just getting completely skipped, and the second one, sweetie, what's big other than these girls' hemorrhoids? I just want to see the footage. That's all. Okay. The DMs are open at the Superman. Come on down to the altar if you have a video. Black girls rock, and um. BET got their wigs tugged by Angelica Ross this past week. 
A problematic fave as I sit here in my problematic shirt. She's a problematic fave. I saw that and I was like, I completely fucking agree. But there has been a time or two where Angelica be like tugging at the wheels. I'm like, sweetie, yours ain't even all natural. But it might be all natural. I'm going to let you finish. <clears throat> so she tugged at their wigs this past she said, week. She said, and I, and I can B-E-T. <laughs> <laughs> B-E-T. And I can B-E-T. Wig. <laughs> Tug at it, sir. She tugged at their wig for not including trans women um, in Black Girls Rock. Uh, Black Girl Rocks. Black Girls Rock? There you go. Black Girls Rock. Uh-huh. There we go. Um, and she was absolutely right at pulling yeah. and tugging. Yeah. So I don't know what she's been problematic about. Baby, she, I know I watched a video of her and her. She took the bangs out. She took the braids down. She took. Do you have. A, she took she, the box of braids out. <laughs> do you have what she said, her tweets? No, I don't need it. She was, um, she was like, I, be, I bet you there were no trans women on camera. There were no trans women Behind represented. Behind the camera. And she said, and as we just crossed the eight. Trans woman murdered in America this year. I can BET. I said, oh. <laughs> She's like, oh. ah. If you don't know who Angelica Ross is, Angelica Ross is Candy, Candy from, from Pose. Yeah. But um, I can BET. I was like, yeah. Hmm. I'm going to use that in my next read for BET. I was like, I got to use that. <laughs> I got to write that down. Put that in my notes. Um, so BT Black Girl Rocks, Black uh-huh. Girls Rock. <laughs> I'm a multiple, fuck that up. multiple girls. All the girls that are black <laughs> allegedly should be rocking together, but they have consistently left, left out, out the trans black girls who rock. Mm-hmm. In a year where there are a lot of black trans girls who rocked. Amen. Hashtag me too. I rock. And a lot of black trans girls who rocked a lot harder than the girls that were on the stage. Because I'm not even gonna name names. I was gonna say because there were name, there were people. They rock as well. They do rock as well. They used to rock. Some of them used to rock. Yeah. But we got black trans women that are up for that are in Emmy nominated shows that are more than likely about to win Emmys. Mm -hmm. While we are also giving black cis het women awards for things that they did for two two years ago, two or three years ago. I'm like, she get an award for that. Oh, that's nice. That's why I was like, they rock as well. They do rock as well. I'm trying to be nice. I'm like, they rock as well. I'm being nice by not naming them. (laughs) But if you watch the show, you know exactly which ones I'm talking about. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch, but I watched the excerpts and saw who, I saw the list of uh, nominee uh, award winners. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, huh, so so she won something from two years ago. Mm -hmm. What we got? Anyway, um, BT is in a moment that they're trying to launch a streaming service um, in the next week. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's called BT Plus uh-huh. uh, for nine ninety nine, and it's coming. In, I think it's in the next week or okay. next September twelfth. September twelfth. Oh, nineteenth. It's either the twelfth or the nineteenth. It's in the next week or so. It might be the nineteenth. But what they don't need is this transphobic smoke. And hopefully that they heard uh, everything that Angelica Ross was saying and make a course correction. Mm-hmm. Because BET Plus does not look like it's worth $9.99. And it definitely is not worth my LGBTQ $9.99 if y'all want to exclude trans women from 
award shows. They've been excluding them for a long ass time, but in a time of us talking about trans women should be included in the whole narrative around black girls or black women, mm-hmm. and they are still tone deaf to it in 2019. No, you don't deserve my 9.99 yet, cause you ain't learned no lessons. And the content that you're talking about putting up there, the Medea movies, mm, sweetie, we, mm, mm. no, this y'all need to be focused on getting BET the channel together before getting a BET plus, because we ain't even watching BET regular yet. So get us back watching BET regular, then ask me about. Five ninety nine for BET Plus because I'm not here for it. Um, Moving on. I wish black entertainment uh, was actually entertaining so bad. I really don't want to be dragging the... Well, we got a few channels now. It used to be back in the day, black Inter- BET was the only channel that we had. But we got Aspire. We got OWN. We got... What's the other black one? It's like another black one um, that the black soap operas come on. <clears throat> but we got a, a few channels now, is what I'm saying. And so BET really ain't it. So they really need to step their pussy up and and get into 2019. Um, trans women are women. And that's that on that. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> and I was like, because I was like, I was like, oh, I had to hand gesture when you said it. But okay, we're not going to say it. Okay. We're not going to say period. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's just that's that on that. Big dot. Cuffing season is here. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Come out and meet me and Ronald Matters and a fine man or woman that is willing to give back to the community this Sunday. This is where your mom will be telling you to be at. Yes. You go to church, so, yeah. you go to charity events. Yeah, meet a, meet a man or a woman at, at a charity event mm-hmm. this Sunday, November 9th at 5 p.m. November 9th. Oh, excuse me. So number, nine. <laughs> number 9. Number <laughs> 9. Like the like bar is called. Coat. The bar is called number nine. Okay. <laughs> the bar is called no- number nine. Shit, I still almost called it November nine. What's going on number nine? I don't know. Um, the bar is called number nine. We'll okay. be there at 5 p.m. We are um, partnering with Project Briggs, like I talked about earlier. Um, we will be doing a toiletry drive for Casa Ruby, mm-hmm. which benefits uh, trans women and trans men. Um, that may be Spanish, American, uh, not American. Oh Lord, the ghetto. Let me do this. Um, <laughs> that may be homeless. That may be disadvantaged. Um, and we are um, bringing toiletries and other supplies so that they can live a better life. Um, the things that you take for granted, like soap, toothbrushes, toothpaste, mm-hmm. towels, um, tampons if you use them, maxi pads if you use them, all of those things. Are necessities for uh, the clients. Hair grease, because like, grease. look, as a black man, a black butch queen, I still I'm gonna need my hair grease. Yeah, moisturizers. Uh, the oh, face masks will be cute if somebody donated face masks. I got some face masks. I oh, could I wonder if I should donate some face masks. I was like, I'm gonna go to the store this weekend and figure it out. Yeah, and so we will be there. We will be donating toiletries. We will be there shaking hands and kissing babies, um, throwing out drinks and all of that wonderful jazz. Come and meet us. If you are in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area this Sunday, September 15th at 5 p.m. at number 9, you can come out and meet us and hang out with us and drink with us for a good cause. Um, We talk about that we want to be there for trans people. This is an opportunity to actually be there for trans people for a great cause. If you don't want to go out shopping for toiletries, you can also bring a donation of cash, check, or cash app. And it will be accepted 
from the organization. I was going to say because if you want to represent for me or Anthony Superman, you can definitely send me a Cash App donation um, at Ronald Matters, and I'll make sure that you see it in photos. That girl, I went down to the Target and spent whatever your money was on things for the the thing. So come on out or send us donations, and we'll make sure that we contribute to. The podcast donation. So thank you guys in advance for that. We love you. We do. But remember when we went to, we've been to Costa Rica twice and gave donations and invited our listeners, and listeners showed up. So thank you for everyone who's donated previously as well. If you can donate right now, we definitely appreciate your previous donations, and we have to say that out loud as well. Yeah. And again, things that they need are like deodorant, um, styling gel, shampoo, conditioner, brushes, combs. Toilet paper, paper towels, bedding, laundry detergent, and home oh, cleaning supplies. Come on. Um, and so I will be there. Some of my Impulse DC. Sistrin will be there. It is time to get lit. It's the place to be. Yeah. So we'll see y'all on Sunday. Um, thank you guys so much. Uh, and to round out uh, the topics mm-hmm. this week as in every week until we get his crinkled ass out of here. How you know what it looked like? Because his face is crinkled. <laughs> and so if his face is it's crinkled, like the, the skin rest is texture cr- is just, mm. Mm, he need a face mask. <laughs> we donate face masks. Mm-hmm. Just send him one in the mail. Mm-hmm. No. Well. None of mine are going to do any good there. <laughs> Arrest Ed Buck. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Ed Buck is a murderer, mm-hmm. a predator, and um, should be on the sexual offender list, but is not for whatever reason. Um, Ed Buck has killed two black gay men and is still preying on other disadvantaged gay men out there right now to this day at this minute and is on city streets. I'm not here for it and I'm not going to be here for it until he is arrested. Shout out to um, one of our loyal listeners, TEE62. No, TEE622. Come on, Tutu. When I was calling out, I was like, I don't even see our listeners tweeting out Arrest Ed Buck. And she made sure she definitely tweeted out two or three times. Make sure that y'all arrest Ed Buck. So shout out to um, T622. And can I move on to what I want to talk about? I would like to talk about how come I'm a woman out here destitute and in need. (laughs) That's what I really want to talk about. So we did 35 minutes of whatever the other stuff was, but I need some dick. I just need some love. Tired of dealing with these name niggas. I just need a thug. You could be the one or whatever. Are you doing a song? Yeah, Summer Walker. I just need some dick. That ain't what Is this your social studies? Oh, social studies. Girl. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I have been away from the podcast for so long. I love you guys. A week. <laughs> this week in social studies, I want to talk about foot fetishes. Where's my note? Where's my note? Here we go. Um, the Journal of Sex Research published a study called If the Shoe Fits, dot, dot, dot. Um, and it was about 262 men in an LGBT group called the Foot Fraternity. What are your thoughts on foot fetishes? I, I, I only like that. one pair of feet. But was it your thing before? I mean, like... No, because you um, never know if them niggas wash thoroughly. Like, the feet that I suck, I know I know exactly. They just got out the shower and they just yeah. didn't put lotion on so I could put those in my mouth. But um, before 
I was sucking those toes. I wouldn't suck no other niggas' toes because I ain't know where where you came from. Mm-mm. So okay. you might have roaches and, and rats in your house, and you've been walking around barefoot, and you want to put on that the in, carpet and stuff. And you want to put that in my mouth? No, I don't sir. have time. Mm-mm. No, I don't Mm-mm. know whose Nikes have been over here. No, I don't even know if you've been putting your toes in somebody else's butt. Toes in the butt. Wow. Look it up. It's on my Vister. <laughs> I'm not going to. But um, of the 262 men in the foot fraternity, what was the, What do you think was the average age that men discovered that they had a foot? Those men discovered they had a foot fetish. 15. One more answer. 23. 12. Okay. See, I was close with 15. <laughs> one, par- one participant in the study wrote... My brother and I shared a room. Oh. I wanted to <laughs> smell. Mm. Are you looking someone's young? He was twelve. Mm. He was twelve. Innocent. I'm itching. Like I don't. I need a shower. <laughs> oh, I apologize to our listeners. My brother and I shared a room. I wanted to smell and feel his feet. I did so while he slept. The warmth of his foot against my face triggered an ejaculation. I continued this. So now this is not only incest, this is also rape. To my knowledge, he was unaware of what I was doing. So rape, yeah. Yeah, absolutely rape. Um, but shout out to the food community. They they have rights. Do they? What are their rights? Um, research showed that members of the food fraternity had fewer friends on average and also felt lonely in social settings. So people who had foot fetishes, um, they grew up feeling alone and they grew up like being the wallflower when they hung out at social events. Like I said in my affirmation earlier, (laughs) the worst part about having a mental illness is having to come out here and behave like you don't have one. But it's also worse if you know you have a fucking mental illness and are pretending that you are... What's a mental illness about having a... Whoa, slow down. This this young man is... Doing incest and raping his brother, and he is publicly talking. That's a mental illness. No, I'm sorry. Full stop. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna say the other one. Full stop. That is a. That is. You need to be talking to some, to someone. If you were smelling your brother's feet against his will at 12 and ejaculating, you need to be talking to somebody. 30 percent of participants feel guilty or ashamed. For having an interest in feet or footwear. Good. If you if that, if that's your story, you should feel guilty and shame. Wow! 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 Yeah, okay. you should. Okay, tell and, me more. Okay, one. It's incest. This is your brother. That was that was a that was a quote from a participant. That's who I'm talking about. Okay, I'm not. I can't. If you 18 and you 18 and above and you having consensual foot sex with someone else, I'm not talking about that person. That's a fetish. Okay. But somebody that's having unconsensual sexual uh, advances with their brother mm-hmm. is incestuous. So you do need to talk to somebody about that. That's part one. Okay. Part two is non-consensual. So you are here busting nuts and he don't even know you smell his nasty feet. You need to talk to somebody. Um, well, <laughs> lastly... This is the quote. Round that out. Fewer than one in four participants showed evidence of true psychological problems, which tell us that having a foot fetish is not necessarily a sign that one is troubled. Well, that gentleman was definitely in the 1%. 
give you a response to the conversation. I'm trying to find this one more thing. <laughs> Hold on, give me ten seconds. One, two, three, four, <clears throat> five, six, seven. nine. Okay, here we go. Four. It says um, more. Mm, I'll do another countdown. Nine. Okay. Four. So um, more than half of the people, the 262 members of the um, foot fraternity had either developed a fetish from being around their father or an older member in their family. I put that where it goes. People listening to the podcast this week, I want to know your comments. Please send us letters. Respond to us wherever you find us on social media. I think a foot, I think a foot fetish can be healthy. I can appreciate when I'm a missionary and I got my legs back and he got my toe in his mouth that this this immediate situation is a beautiful thing where a lot of my sexual partners have developed their foot fetish I don't generally know because I'm not generally developing like oh long lasting relationships where I ask them oh so were you smelling your father's feet when you were 12 or were did you press your brother's feet against your face and that triggered an ejaculation I don't think a lot of our listeners I think uh, these are acute situations, but also it said like more than half of the the respondents in two hundred sixty two people. I was just like, this is different. But it's the Foot Fraternity, and the study is called um, "If the Shoe Fits," published in what was the journal called? Uh, the Journal of Sex Research. So. That is social studies this week. I just really want to hear responses. Because I'm just like, this is amazing. It's something. It's it's something. Okay. Uh, So that was kind of a sexual social studies. (laughs) And um, it's not about to stop now. So this week in sexual health, um, I've been telling y'all for years. Take your prep. I've been telling them that as well for years. Take your prep. Um, but I've also been telling people for years via this podcast and via YouTube to bring your own lube any and everywhere that you are going. Even if you are not thinking that you might have sex there. There if you're not celibate right now, you should have some a lube little packet in your pocket. Mm. If, if you got a car, have your uh sex kit in the trunk, just a little um, a to go sex kit. Yeah, a to go sex kit. You know, just and a little toiletry bag. Weather elements. Yeah, a little toiletry bag hot this with summer. some essentials in it. Mm-hmm. I've been saying that for years, and unfortunately, um, BuzzFeed has come out with an article that has been that has proven why you should definitely have your own lube anywhere and everywhere that you go. Um. So the article came out uh, two days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, lead line is, <clears throat> along with drinks being spiked with GHB and GBL, mm-hmm. predators are now mixing them into lubricants. Mm-hmm. A probation official has told BuzzFeed News as victims speak out. And when I say victims, there are over 50 victims that are alleging that they have been drugged via lubrication 
and most of them happen to be receptive partners. So people that are bottoming during sex, top breaks out some lube, puts it on the ass, and puts it on his dick. I don't want to hear you crying while I'm trying to put it in. Well, well that's something different. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'd be like, Ron Matters, shut up. We talk about taking dick all the time. Well, they tell you to shut up when you're not taking dick as well. So, the story is about uh, these dozens of men who have come out and talked about being drugged and not knowing how they got drugged, just, you know, waking up in the middle of sex, knowing that they hadn't drank anything, knowing they ain't sniffed nothing, they ain't did no poppers or nothing, just, just, all of a sudden, they knew that sex had started. They had consented at the beginning of sex. And now, you know, they don't know how long they've been having sex. They've, they blacked out at some point or got hazy at some point and now have woken up in a sexual situation that they didn't fully consent to. Mm. Because something was put into the lube that was put on or in their ass or on the dick that was being put in their ass. Um the criminal technique involves drugging victims by injecting the mixture anally, causing the chemical to be absorbed more quickly into the bloodstream. So not only is this happening and you don't realize it's happening, but it happens extremely quickly because the anus is a sponge to everything that's coming into it. And so the lubricant that has these drugs in it, GHB or GBL, depending on what they use, how much money they got, uh, with access to the drugs that they have They could be using one or the other um, They could put just A drop or two drops Into the lube bottle And that's good for the whole lube bottle And I don't know if you know lube Like I know lube That can go on for a while And how much sex are they having if they're? D- and how many people are they having sex with With this lube that has been drugged And so now they've got you into This den of rape and you don't know what's going on. You don't know how they're having sex with you, with whether it's with a condom or with I'm not, not having sex no more. or whether. And, I, and I'm not saying this story to scare anyone. It's no it's about informing people about what's going on out in the community and why you need to better protect yourself. And you can better protect yourself by bringing your own fucking mood and saying, "I'm not having sex no more." You know that that stuff that you got over there that looks really nice and that's cute, but oh, no. I went and got my own wet platinum. Oh, yeah. I went and got my own boy butter. Let's use mine, yeah. Because I know as the receptive partner, I I need this for me. Yeah, because I know that I'm gonna be able to walk away from this one awake, <laughs> two knowing that I had but... full consent over what was going on Ooh, over my body the whole time. The more you tell me about this and the uh, all the stories I'm gonna have to come up with over a nigga being in my butt for ten or fifteen minutes. No, no, I'm not exposed to myself to none of that. No, no. So um, the method is particularly being used on gay and bisexual men, and often in chem sex situations where crystal, crystal meth is also involved. Girl, so one, if y'all doing partying and playing with crystal meth, From capital T. So though y'all are either inhaling drugs or shooting drugs at this moment, and now you're also putting drugs in your anus at the same time, do not wind up in an emergency room trying to play these games. These are reindeer games. If you don't know what reindeer games is, Google it. These are reindeer games. Do not. I am all for 
adventure. I am all for trying one thing at a goddamn time because you don't know how the fuck it's going to affect you. I am not telling nobody don't ever do no drugs because I done did some drugs. I did an ibuprofen and a um, tequila Yo. today and that's two drugs. Well, you done did some other drugs too, but whatever, I did. Bro. I did a robotustin, asymptophen. What's that's the active ingredient in it? Ooh, we're lying <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm not telling anyone to live in prohibition of girl just drink water. I'm not saying don't ever try things that you want to try. Try mm. things you want to try. Try them safely and try them with people that you can trust. Because being out here with strangers, stranger danger is real. There is not a reason that this article is written. 50 Over 50 people, people responded to this BuzzFeed article and talked about different um, situations. situations where they were yeah. waking up Booty in the middle bump. of sex. So this, so booty bump. Well, now it's I'm basically testing positive down to my job for uh, meth use, and I'm just like, huh? When I use meth, I just went ahead a great encounter with Trey last week, and then my butt just felt good after that. And now all of a sudden, I'm testing positive for meth, methamphetamines, and I'm down here to the job like, oh, a random drug test don't scare me because I drink tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do weed. Wow. So it also also opens you up. Woo. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> Opens you up to the introduction of diseases and infections. So, um, imagine the the pink parts, quote unquote, pink parts, mm-hmm. is what a lot of sexual advocates talk about when uh, being exposed to STIs mm-hmm. and STDs. Imagine, smart. imagine those parts being high, like you are right now. They're mm-hmm. overstimulated. Blue because they they wow well get no oxygen to remain pink. They still are pink, but anyway, when those those pink parts are overstimulated, you are more susceptible to the HIV that may be introduced to you by these partners that are using these drugs as well. You are more susceptible to syphilis. You are more susceptible to chlamydia. You are more susceptible to the gonorrhea because these pink parts, quote unquote, these areas your in lips, your, your anal, anus or in your mouth or in your eye blah mm-hmm. blah blah they're now more open because it's stimulated by these drugs and more open means more receptive to being infected by these drugs so be careful y'all bring your own lube that's it i'm not i mean um i think i i tiptoed around it uh on a couple podcasts and probably on a couple of youtube videos and saying well you can there's no there's no option no more next level sis just bring your own loop and if you ain't got none then don't be out here fucking don't put you in the Uber to the nigga house cause you ain't got no money for no Uber you ain't got no money for no lube what's going on and you ain't got no money for no dick or no ass at that point just be like you know what I'm just gonna watch TV I'm gonna be at home okay and that's fine you can go on hiatus that's good it actually is good for your whole (laughs) It's good for your dick too because then when you get some finally you're like ooh I, I missed ooh, this two weeks I went two weeks okay yeah I went like three days the other day and I was like ooh I missed you that's another story for another day um that is this week's sexual health what's next for us now you have your song for your soul that you I don't want um, you you, you, you previewed the way. you lead the way okay um my song for my soul um as I stated at the beginning of um. The podcast was I am a looking ass nigga I love uh, People watching I love bird watching 
bird watching for some of you old queens that know what bird watching is. So this is the song for my soul this week. <clears throat> Look at y'all niggas. Niggas. Look at y'all niggas. Niggas. Look at y'all smoking ass. After every pull, <coughs> niggas start choking ass niggas. Mm. Nigga, nigga. Look at y'all bitch ass niggas. Mm. Stop lying on your dick ass niggas. Mm. Nigga, nigga. Huh? Looking at y'all ass niggas. Stop looking at my ass niggas. All this back here. Look at y'all lying ass niggas talking about it's paid off, but it's fine ass with you lying ass niggas. Mm. Bunch of non mobile ass niggas. No goals. <laughs> no. Front like they got a plan boost mobile ass niggas. Ooh, nigga, nigga. Huh? <laughs> Look at y'all. <laughs> but if I'm a check for y'all niggas. I'ma need a check from y'all niggas. That's the song for my soul this week. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it is looking ass niggas from Nicki Minaj from a few years ago. It is the best writing from any rapper this decade. I'm sorry. Um, the Queen announced that she retired. It was met with a lot of hate. It was met with a lot of love. I just want us to remember looking ass nigga because looking ass nigga told us who the fuck she is and will always be. There was a whole bunch of other girls that should have been retired in the rap game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do I believe she's really retired? No. But scams. <laughs> scams. But even if she is or was Looking ass niggas told y'all to put some motherfucking respect on the lyricist that is Nicki Minaj. I'm here for it. Look at y'all sharing one bottle in the club, one bottle full of bub ass, ass niggas. niggas. Look at y'all none have a game ass niggas. Y'all niggas in, share a chain ass niggas. Same cup in the hand ass nigga in the club with a credit card scam ass, ass nigga. Niggas. No dick in the pants ass nigga. I'd be damned if I fuck a nine man mm. ass nigga. I said, sweetie. This she, said, verse. she said, you don't even have no dick in your pants to be talking to me. <laughs> You are a non-man ass nigga Keep holding on to that one cup in the club Cause you know you ain't got no money for no second drink Nigga you broke Get out of my face That's all I'm saying That's all I'm saying Song for my song Well well, my song is Actually I win this week The song for your song category Do you? Because TMI by Tiffany Evans it's a, it's a slow ride. You just play this when you're about to get some dick. You and Bae smoking together. Or if y'all are um, consensually hitting the GHB together. No, that's not the way you... No. You can do GHB consensually with your partner? Hit it? Or however you inject or whatever the girl... Okay, yeah, you can inject it or... We're putting it in lube, so I'm not injecting it when it's being put in the lube. You don't smoke GHB. In other news... <laughs> TMI by Tiffany Evans. Um, she just talks about how like um, the verses are very, nigga, I'm in love with you. You got me calling out of work. You got me wanting to tell all my friends. But you know, if I actually did, that would be TMI. So um, then she talks about going on a ride, literally, with this man. And Come yeah, on, Joy Ride. When she get back home, if she ever told anybody about the things they just did. The what? The things oh. they just did. It would literally be like, oh, sis, TMI, 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 TMI. 
um, the foot fetish part, the that licking. was that was Bianca on uh, <laughs> Bianca. That was Blanca on um, Pose. Okay, <laughs> she, she didn't want to tell nobody. She's like, girl, I went to the beach. Uh, he told me nice things, and I told him nice things. And I came back at sunset, sunrise, sunrise. That's all you girls get. That's it. That's the tweet. <laughs> so shout out to TMI by Tiffany Evans. Um, yeah, put that on your playlist. After the, like two Jill Scott songs and a Chrisette Michelle, you could just like do a song where you no, can... not a Chrisette Michelle. Oh, okay. Well, t- replace the Chrisette Michelle song then. Janet Jackson. We can still do Janet Jackson. I think. Here for it. What are you here for? Or not? So we did one, two, three, four. Okay, four paragraphs. <clears throat> Put me on the prayer list. Go for it. Shout out to Tony Christian Walker. Um, his bio on Instagram, uh, not on Instagram, on Facebook reads, My life is dedicated to making racists, homophobes, and idiots feel uncomfortable. He is the recent co-founder of the newly formed Birmingham Black Pride. So he recently was quoted in an interview, because you know, like once you start a foundation for the community, the girls, oh, okay, so tell me how you guys formed. How did this all occur? So Birmingham Black Pride was formed according to a quote by Tony that, um, you know, the white gays in Alabama have a no hip hop music rule. And y'all know where that stems from. And they didn't have. Oh, yeah, they do. I went to a bar there. Yeah, that's right. Continue. And uh, they had no black folk down to the panel on the board or whatever you want to call it this week. Um, and like even as an advocate in the community in the state of Alabama, they were having difficulties getting seats at the table for um, Central, what's it called? Central Alabama Pride. So what they did, got together and started um, their own Black Pride. So uh, this sounds like the start of a lot of black prides in Memphis, black prides in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Dallas. black prides in Dallas, Dallas black prides in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, there are advocates and activists in these communities, but when it comes down to the white gay pride that's the major player in the community, they couldn't get no, they couldn't get no satisfaction. There we go. So Tony Kristen Walker decided to found his own thing. That's not nothing out of the normal. Anywhere that's going on. But this white man down to the Birmingham decided to send a friend request and then later send me a stink piece to my Facebook Messenger. I just really think that um this part in your article and then this part in your article and then this part and this offends me um and i really could um help you find a voice for the black community if you involve me in your next dealings and going on no ma'am then the girls do research and find out that this is the boyfriend of the white pride girl sweet you can't do, I've been knocking at your door I've been asking for a seat at your table And I've been asking for all of the things I've been asking for Foundation dollars I've been asking you to say like hey Tell the city hall down to the Birmingham to, Instead of giving you All these thousands of dollars Give us 10,000 give us 5,000 So that way we can say city hall cares about The minorities in the community But now 
You, as the boyfriend who has self-employed marked on your profile, is messaging me about how I'm working down to where I'm working at and also trying to be a leader in my community. I'm going to get emotional because I love Tony. Tony, I've said this to you multiple times, and every time I see you, I give you a hook. You're doing great work for Birmingham, Alabama, one, and the entire state of Alabama because you get on Facebook Live every day, and you tell these folks, Look, y'all, we're going to be down here today. We're going to be testing. We have a little community festival. And Tony continues to get out. And he said, look, y'all, there's prep. There's health services for y'all. And I just love Tony's work in the community. For, so for this white bitch to get in Tony's inbox about how, oh, I can help you find a voice for the black community. Bitch, I have a voice for the black community because I'm every day on Facebook. I'm every day using my platforms that I have and I'm telling the black people in my community where they can find resources. I'm every woman. Let me see where my notes say. Okay, but So when Tony told Mr. Shondon Akash that he can kick rocks, that's what I put in my notes. I've said it worse than it already. Shondon replied, quote, I've been informed that you represent Birmingham AIDS Outreach. How would your job feel if they know that this is how you're speaking to me? Mm. Bitch, I did not send you a friend request. I did not send you a stink piece about the magazine feature for me. Girl, my my magazine feature is linked on my profile. If where I worked was the Birmingham AIDS outreach, my job already knows, sweetie. I'm, I'm, they're writing articles about me as the co-founder of the whole damn Black Pride, sir. I'm an activist out here in these streets for my community. So if anything, my job knows that I'm helping them bring testing numbers. I'm helping them connect girls to resources. I'm doing what my job has called for me to do. What would your job feel if they knew that this is how you're speaking to me as a white woman in America? Sweetie, I don't work at Birmingham AIDS Outreach. Shout out to them. And they're a partner at the job that I do have. But you know who don't know where I work? You and your boyfriend because y'all are the white gays and y'all not even keeping tabs on where the, the, the girls that are seemingly against you. Y'all don't know what we're doing because y'all are not in our communities. And do you see how that is the problem? Well, how would your job feel since I don't work there? <laughs> okay, I got one more note. And then today after Tony came out with his story, another person of color came out with, you know what? The president of Central Alabama Pride, I don't even care what the shit is called at this point. I'm so angry. Um, the, the president of the White Pride also tries to get me fired from a place that he assumed I worked at and I don't work there because I had called out the racism down to the Alabama. Sweetie, if y'all gonna be against us, girl, and you want to try to get me fired from my job, you can't assume I work at the Amazon warehouse, sis. No shade to the girls that work there, sis. I have I'm, I'm working on a major scale, sis. I have I have bigger things going on. I I do work I do stop by there because I care about what they're doing down to the um, Birmingham AIDS outreach. That's only one of the places where I stop. Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays. If Keisha called me and told me she's having problems, I'm coming by. So shout out to Birmingham AIDS Outreach. But sis, you got you have to aim higher because I work at a my God is bigger than that. So fuck 
um, who is it? Fuck, fuck these girls. Fuck all. Fuck the um white pride girls down to the Birmingham, Alabama, cause they got my brother fucked up. So um, we're currently calling for Luis Perez to be fired as the president of Central Alabama Pride. We are calling for his boyfriend Shondon Akash to just disappear. Just uh, abracadabra. Bye. Um, and just fuck all of the racism going down down there to the Alabama. I'm not fucking here for it. We have um, Tony Christian Walker down here um, co-founding Birmingham Black Pride because there was no spaces. The board is all white. And then when we ask y'all, hey, can we stop by and talk about how we can collaborate? Mute. But then let me go start my own thing, represent Birmingham Black Pride and the black people over here. We can play the hip hop music and where we can go do our tests and reach our community. Uh, well, if anything, you need to be reaching out to me because I can help you. Sis, the only thing you can do is get out the way. Because Tony got it. So shout out to Birmingham Black Pride and everybody in Alabama making things happen for persons of color. Because the other pride ain't doing nothing. And they can move. I'm not here for it. Well, what I am absolutely here for uh, this week is a quote. <clears throat> um, and I never really thought of it this way until I saw the quote and heard the quote. And then once I heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, he's absolutely right. Um... But it makes so much sense, and I'm glad that we have um, someone out here willing to say these words and attack institutions um, that uplift cishet male normativity. I'll put it there. I'm still so mad, I can't even say words. <laughs> you didn't say a lot of words, though. <clears throat> Any woman who puts on pants is considered strong because pants are associated with the patriarchy. Come on out. A man puts on a dress and it's disgusting. So what you're saying is men are fabulous. Women are disgusting. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that anymore. That was a quote from Billy Porter. Billy Porter did an interview um, where the interviewers were asking him about, you know, his choices to wear dresses and to be uh, basically gender flexible. And he was like, what? What? What am I? I'm like, Sweetie. you want me to go along with these norms that have done nothing but push women down and push uh, LGBT people down? Why would I do that? I'm rich. I'm powerful. I'm successful. Oh. I don't have to do that. Oh, mm, talk that talk. I don't have to do that. <laughs> talk that talk. And so, um, it reverberated with me because, um, I had a conversation with a quote-unquote peer. <laughs> Not really, but we'll just we'll call him a peer. And um, you know, we were talking about uh, me wearing drag makeup. And they were like, oh, I don't do that. And I'm like, you don't wear, like, you don't put moisturizer on? You don't, like, there's no additives to your face? You just wake up and you put water, soap and water, and you just walk out the door? That's it? 
This person is also They don't recycle because they look gay <laughs> This person you know. is also not attractive But um, I'm like so you're, you're like You would rather stick to this Masculine theory Of mm-hmm. I don't have to add Anything to my face whether it be moisturizers Concealers makeup whatever mm-hmm. We've made Ethnic that cream. Yeah we've made I don't exfoliate cause The gays love a good old St. Ives mask well, you suck dick. That's gay. That's actually gay. Exfoliating your face ain't gay. That's maintenance. But anyway, so I thought that this quote was really important because we still do have gays out there that feel like they can't do certain things because they're afraid of how they'll be perceived or the way people will view them. If you wear makeup or if you do drag or if you put on a heel or a wig or a costume, you must be femme. You must be a bottom. How? That is so old. It is. It's older than the president of the United States right now, and he's fucking old. He's the oldest president he's, to ever be elected president. He's old. <laughs> those those things we can throw out. We don't need to take them into 2020. We didn't even need to take them into 2019, but obviously they're still fucking here. So, if anything, we should all listen and be alert to what Billy Porter is saying because it's absolutely true. If we look at the freeness and openness to wear makeup or put on a dress and say, mm, that makes you weak. Mm, that makes makeup, you stupid. Wearing makeup. <laughs> that makes you stupid. <laughs> it's just makeup. It's just moisturizer. It's just exfoliation. What makes you gay is the sexual acts. And who you love That's what makes you gay They don't sell you Skin moisturizer And I'm like Well I would sell this to you But I don't think you gay So I'm not gonna sell it That's not how That's not how it works So uh, Open up your mind um, Do some meditation you know, with those pores And get some moisturizer in <laughs> And close them back With cold water That's a tip <laughs> That's a tip That's a free tip I'm giving y'all right now um, so I'm absolutely here for it Thank you Billy Porter for uh, the quote And for continuing to inspire Hopefully uh, younger generations To do and be better So we have come to our favorite part of the show Which Your is our part. You see the girls will lie <laughs> They don't even have to think about a lie It'll just come out The, the lies Um <laughs> Which is the last call If you have not heard um, an episode before This is where we take a shot To our last topic Probably our greatest topic of the episode And um, It is typically tequila We are tequila drinkers here But drink whatever you would like I was going to get you in today Ooh, Don't do it I got important shit to do I really got shit, important shit to do next <laughs> Wednesday as well So no tequila is fine okay. for now Um so if you've never been vodka girl, okay, hold on. No, I did so, vodka last we, night and then um, woke up at six thirty. <laughs> and so um, I was hanging out recently, and then we were drinking Tito's. I was like, I know Tito's is like a cute, popular thing, and then I'm just like, mm, can we do something else? <laughs> but I didn't want tequila to... gateway drug. <laughs> oh no, vodka would be the gateway drug because it started off with vodka. Because I was still like, mm, can we do something else? Okay. Started off with vodka and then moved on. Can we do something else? No, actually, I think I started drinking rum first. No, I drank gin first and then got drunk drunk. And then went to rum and then went to vodka and have settled with tequila over the years. Mm-hmm. What is 151? A rum. Okay, and then what is Everclear? Trash. 
What Everclear is vodka though. No, it's a grain alcohol. It's not even. Oh, considered, it's not even a. a it's category. not even considered another. Because I started out with Everclear, and then we went to one fifty one. Don't be like us. Is what we're really <laughs> trying to say here. That's the advocacy message that I want to leave y'all with. You don't have to go down this road. You can have a shot of water if you want for your last call. You don't have to go down this road. What did you guys start drinking with? Let us know down in the comments below wherever you're listening, or send us. A message on social media because we we really all started with different things. Some people started with dick because some people like Jameson, Jameson, Jameson. They started oh, off with brown. Yeah, Jameson gives me bad memories. And then like I did drink Crown Royal. Well, we drank some of the Comfort first, and then we did E and J. And I was like, I feel like these two things. E and J was poor. Oh, that was poor. So days. imagine me, Memphis, poor. <laughs> Anyway, this is our last call. Uh, don't do drugs, children. Or do, do them responsibly. I'm not going to say my grandmother's full name on the podcast. Cause child, I don't need y'all looking her up. But my cousin was on the internet. Grandma Matters. My grandma, I mean not my grandma. My cousin was on the internet saying like, oh girl, after 30 girl, I don't go to the club no more and I don't do something just call me grandma whatever her name is and I was like grandma I do not see you being a grandma she loves my cousin do loves kids she loves kids and she tell me like hey send me a hundred dollars it's for the kids I send her I trust her it's for the kids you know like there's people who it's for the kids she trying to do a incredible piece or a Chuck E. Cheese or she trying to do a Something and I don't really come down to the family function, so give me your money, nigga. I'm like, okay, all right, all right, you know. And then, but we were joking on Facebook about her being a grandma. And first of all, girl, you don't even have one child. Oh, but when she does, oh my gosh, I'm gonna cry because I know that child will be the most loved child. We got time. So, um, in the middle of talking about her becoming a grandmother, we start talking about our actual grandmother. So then I was like, girl, move this to the DMs. And I was like, girl, what was my grandmama fighting for down to the nursery home? The nur- nursing home. Not the nursery home. <laughs> I think about kids. I think about kids and the nurseries, but the nursing home. <laughs> nursery, that's where the flowers are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so apparently my grandmother had went down to the shops. You know, oh, I don't know if y'all know. The nursing homes, they usually have a day, a week. Or something where they go to take the old people out to the shops, let them buy something with their Medicare checks. Cool. My grandma is in her 80s, so you know, shall take me to the clearance rack. So my grandma had bought a new outfit. She was really excited about it. Gets home, put it in her drawer. It becomes movie night down to the nursing home, and this lady is walking around in my grandmother's outfit <laughs> at the movie night at the nursing home. And she was like, and my cousin's telling me, oh, that lady, she thought she was doing numbers. She was flirting, talking, chatting. She had might as well be doing Snapchats for everybody she was talking and cheesing and smiling with. And so my grandmother walked up to that lady and she had words. Well, she also had hands. <laughs> so my grandmother punched this lady in the face, in the eye socket, and knocked her down on the ground because she had my grandma fucked up. 
That means you went to my room after I done put my outfit in the drawer. And you took my outfit out. And now you done put my outfit on. And you're going to parade around in front of me with my outfit on. But they went to the same <laughs> shop. Same, ain't it possible she could have had the same shit on? Sweetie, this ain't your style, ma'am. This ain't your quiche. This ain't your gig. This, These colors, what's going on right here? This style, this cut, this ain't your gig. So she didn't fit in the moo-moo? Grandma Maddox knew that this lady had been in her room and took her outfit. You can't even go pee in peace because somebody go in your room and send your outfit down to the nursing home. So my grandma punched that lady in her eye socket and that lady fell out down on the ground. So shout out to Grandma Maddox at the nursing home. It don't matter if I'm 19, 20, 21, 80, or 81. Y'all got to be fucked up. She she stood her ground. That's my grandmother. Hashtag stay your grandma's. <laughs> this 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 my last call. I'm gonna get emotional. So <clears throat> moving on. I'm like that's right. Memphis for life. What's up? What's up? These bitches all want it. Y'all also you also was still really y'all also was still in the snakes out of goddamn bears this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, so rep all of Memphis if you go rep all of Memphis. Oh, they had the fairy They're like, oh, we got the snake on this. This, <laughs> this unique snake. The Memphis girls stole the snake from the city fair. <laughs> this unique snake on display at the fair. The girls stole the snake from the fair. Don't even know what to feed it. Just got it at home. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> Moving along from Memphis. <laughs> Uh, as most people should. <laughs> it's a nice place to. It's a nice place to visit. I tell people all the time. It's a nice Is it? So the Heritage Classic weekend. There's like one weekend in the summer where it's really. Oh, nice. Memphis in May. Um, and then anytime Elvis dies or lives. No, because his death is in August. His birthday is in January. Mm-hmm. Something about January and August. I'm not sure the two dates, but Memphis get jumping around those times. So. Okay. Visit. Don't stay. Well, today is September 10th. Um, tomorrow, uh, when this episode is going to be airing, will be September 11th. Who? September 11th. Uh-huh. A day that has gone down in infamy in American history books and world history books. Really, 3,426 people died that The day. world changed on September 11th, 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hashtag never forget... Um, I saw it trending earlier. It's definitely going to trend tomorrow. A lot mm. of people are going to be back on the hashtag never forget train. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, I think that we should not forget about 9-11. But we should definitely also not forget about Dana Martin, Jazlyn Ware, Ashanti Carmen, Claire Legato, Malaysia Booker, Michelle Tamika Washington, Paris Cameron, Shinal. Lindsay, um, Chanel Skurlock, Zoe Spears, Brooklyn Lindsay, Denali Barris Stuckey, Kiki Fantroy, Jordan Coffer, Pebble, Pebbles LaDime Doe, Tracy Single, Bailey Reeves, B. Love Slater, and Laylene Polanco. They represent the 19 trans women of color that have been killed murdered in this country and we only talk about them for the first 24 to 48 hours after their death 
and then we forget their names and their stories. So while we are posting hashtag never forget, let's also never forget the atrocities that happened to black and brown trans women in this country. It is an atrocity that this list is this long. All murders, all hate crimes, most of them have not had a um, murderer or killer identified and or convicted. That means the, the murderer, killer, or predator that killed them is still out here on these streets able to murder, kill, and be a predator against another black or brown trans woman of color. So tomorrow when all y'all are talking about hashtag never forget, remember what we should actually not also forget. September 11th, September 12th, 13th, 14th. Yeah. Um, the last one, Laylene Polanco being the 19th. Um, they have not even ruled her cause of death yet because the coroner can't identify a lot of things mm -hmm. that happened to her. Mm -hmm. So she's the 19th woman, unfortunately, um, being preceded by 18 other women throughout the year. September ain't even over yet. And I, I'm over us talking about things that we shouldn't forget, but also forgetting people that continue to be forgotten in society. So that's my last call this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Here For It Podcast. Again, we have new Patreon content up right now. If you would like to be a Patreon subscriber, you can go over to our Patreon and get that content for $1. I know you got $1, bitch. Oh. I know you got $1. You know I do? Okay. Um, we will also be at number nine this coming Sunday at 5 p.m. doing the toiletry drive for Casa Ruby. Please join us and Project Briggs, our supporter this week, our sponsor. We really appreciate. And please take your true bottom. I am the Superman, T-H-E-S-U-P-A-M-N. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. Make sure you guys go to hereforitshop.com where you can get merch. Go to hereforitlive.com. We are still putting together um, that Atlanta pop-up. We talked about stats and things today. Um, and uh, say it one more time. The revolution will be televised. Bye.